Not heartless. Because you do, I think, have to have a heart to be as angry as Andy Hart is of WEEI.com, who joins us on the Harbor One hotline. Oh, Hart, a, good afternoon. With a visor on. Oh, look at that. It's green this time. He looks... Wow, you need to shave. <laughs> Jeez. A weird Why? delay, too, on the Twitch. I don't know if I like it. I know. Right. No, we do yeah. have the delay on the yeah. Twitch. So yeah. I, I don't get to... Yeah. Again, if I'm you weren't staring at it. yourself, then... Uh, I'm staring at Andy. Uh, Hart, uh, I need uh, I need a, a an opinion on the number zero in the NFL. I understand not letting offensive linemen wear it. It makes no sense. The defensive linemen cannot wear number zero. Your thoughts on the number zero coming to the NFL? Uh, I love it. Uh, I think it's a cool number in college football. Looks very cool. In fact, Christian Gonzalez, maybe the top cornerback in the draft, who I'd like to see in a Patriots uniform or for Oregon, um, would be great. And all those different numbers, I mean, we all watch college football. I mean, hell, college football, sometimes you have the single digits on both sides of the ball that's the same, and they can't go on the field together mm-hmm. on special teams and all that crap. Um, why a D lineman can't wear it, I don't know. I said to Rich Keefe last night, Remember when Tom Brady was bitching and moaning about defensive yep. players wearing single digits? Correct me if I'm wrong, football didn't come to an end last year. Offenses still ran plays, quarterbacks were still upright and, and able to do everything they always did. So it gave the Patriots problems, but it, well, Patriots <laughs> had plenty of problems <laughs> and that's a separate issue. Uh no, I love numbers there. I do think you should probably be a, a pretty good player to request it. Um, you know, the old uh, vanilla ice, Ooh. ditch the zero and get with a hero. You don't want to be a zero who sucks. You want to be a zero who is athletic and awesome and cool looking. Wow. But uh, it is interesting also this evolution of, you know, remember back in the old days, you guys, old coots like us, where wide receivers wore numbers in the 80s? Mm-hmm. Well, I like that, that part. Is- Dead and buried. No, that is it is. Dead uh, some coaches are going back to that, though, by the way. Some college coaches, those coaches will remain nameless. Um, <laughs> Coach Prime? <laughs> what? Coach Prime what is you? the... Have you talk, listen, don't, don't, don't start just assuming you know what I'm talking about. Way you to go, no, Don Brown. No, you have no idea Way what I'm talking about. Way to go, Halfley. You have, no, you have no idea what I'm talking Jim about. Jim Mora. Stick okay, so with us. the theme of the day. Let's Speaking of coaches, let's Good talk Jim Bill Belichick. Fleming down a Rhode okay. Island. Let's talk. <laughs> you shut up. Well, I tell you what, you can't wow. tell him anything. You can't tell him anything. Um... So you completely screwed me up. What are you talking about? Get back on the rails. Do you want me to name? Do you want me to go with the other coaches? I Ricky Santos at UNH. Oh my God, you are killing me right now. I mean, seriously. Where's my guy? Charlton up at Maine. Uh, Nick Charlton left a long time ago. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll read you a headline that I saw from the Globe, which I thought was, and it's not the first one I've seen, but I see a lot of different platforms. You know, using everything that happened down in Arizona, you know, Bill speaking and then Kraft speaking and everything that he said okay. to, to some sort of idea that Bill is coaching for his job. Yep. Like these are all messages directed at Bill that, <laughs> listen, it's it's my way or the highway. Uh, and if you don't fix this thing, you're out, regardless of what I'm saying about Don Shula's record. Yes, I agree with all of that. Really? Column similar to that this morning on WEEI.com. And I think a combination of Robert Kraft's words, the recent track record of Bill Belichick, which Bill was fortunate that Robert actually forgot one of the losing seasons in the last three years. That probably helped Bill at points this offseason. But most importantly, the arrival of Gerard Mayo to this chat where 
you had Robert Kraft saying legitimately there's no ceiling on this guy as a head coach. We hope he's going to be a head coach here. We know he's going to be a head coach. We want him to be here long term. Robert, for the first time, I think has a a an option that he can turn to. And don't give me the Matt Patricia and the Josh McDaniels. Those were failed NFL head coaches. The bloom is still very much on Gerard Mayo. So I think that's the key aspect of this. That's, people were fixating on Robert's words and how he spoke of recent years and spoke of Belichick. I really liked the line where he said, Bill Belichick is in charge of my football team. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Robert lifting his leg and saying, kind of marking his territory. Don't ever think this is Bill's team, Bill's succession plan, anything of that nature. But I, I do really firmly believe... And, you know, it kind of stunned me when I wrote it this morning to actually write it like this right now, this three year span that Bill is going through post Tom Brady is significantly worse than what got Pete Carroll fired and got Bill Belichick here in the first place. Pete Carroll didn't have a losing season, never mind two losing seasons in three years. And I know the track records were different, but Pete Carroll went on to be a good coach at USC, good coach in Seattle, championship coach. But Robert Kraft saw where things were going didn't like them, and most importantly, really believed in Bill Belichick from their tenure together in 96, right? He thought this was a rising star, a man with a plan. Well, I think his new rising star, man with a plan, is Gerard Mayo, and that is what has turned up the heat on Bill Belichick's seat. Andy Hart of WEI.com here with Gresham Fourier. Um, Mm. Here's the problem that I see with that. It's Uh wrought with problems. The first one would be, hi, Gerard. We're going to fire the legend that drafted you, that cultivated you, that helped you become a coach in this league, and you get all of his assistance. Come on now. You don't like that scenario? No, no, here's what it is, Hart. I wonder if Gerard Mayo, if Robert Kraft comes to him and is like, I'm going to let go Bill and I'm going to make you the head coach. Does he go, nah. Because it isn't the right scenario. It's all of Bill's guys. It's all of Bill's infrastructure. Are you really getting rid of Bill Belichick if at the end of the year Robert Kraft thinks so and you say to Gerard Mayo, here you go, you're running it now and you can name Steve Belichick coordinator or you can keep uh, Bill's handpicked guy as offensive coordinator. Like I wonder if you have to separate from the family or let Mayo go to then come back? I don't believe so. I think Gerard Mayo would jump at the opportunity. I think Gerard Mayo would have say. Now, I actually think Gerard Mayo has a great relationship with Steve Belichick, the name you gave up. I don't think he would necessarily have a problem with Steve running his defense and Gerard overseeing it the way he's kind of overseeing it now in that weird uh, setup that they have. I think he probably would have a lot of respect for Bill O'Brien running the offense, who Bill O'Brien, as much as he's a Belichick assistant, is not just a Belichick guy, right? right? Bill O'Brien had a career before he got to New England, had a career after he left New England the first time, is back in New England. There are a lot of experiences there, I think, respect um, that would be deserved from Gerard Mayo. So I I don't have a huge problem, or I don't think Gerard would have a huge problem taking over Belichick's staff and Belichick's and structure. Team. Now, but if Bill is all that's fired, important. if Bill is fired, what if Bill's retired? Well, there you go. New word now. In, yeah, you're, retired is a thing. Like not I right. retired, but they retired me. Oh, feels no. like Jim Beheim got retired. Some guys in the media feel like they're claiming they get retired. What if Bill Belichick is 
retired by the Patriots. Well, I think that in order for everyone to leave happy, well, that's no what needs to happen. No, no, it's possible. It's it's is rare. It? it is rare, but let's just say you 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 get the title, you get the the most wins, which uh, uh which Crafter says that he wants Bill to reach, right? So that's how many 18 years is that? wins. Well, it depends. It depends. If if you're if you're going at the rate you're going now, the last two years, it's going to take three years. Yes, that and that's too long. That's way too long at that rate because three years at what they've been the last couple of years, an eight-win team, right? Three years they've won twenty-five games, so they average to be out to be an eight-win team. So eight wins in twenty twenty-three. Oh great, eight wins in twenty twenty-four. Oh great, now we. Who cares about the record? I've really grown annoyed by this idea that we should care about the record. Not all the wins came with the Patriots, right? Some of those wins came with the Browns. So why is this record seen as something that the Patriots, as an organization, should care about or be, you know, a partner to chasing? I I don't care about the record. Does well, it make money? Well, it's too late now. It doesn't matter. He's He said he wants them to get it. But then he said... He doesn't really care because we're about winning here. We're not about okay, statistics and quick. all of that stuff. I'm glad you said that because yesterday when we were talking about aggression, uh-huh. like I, this is, I was like, he's, he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. Like he's literally doesn't seem like they're on the same page. It's like on one hand I'm saying this, but oh yeah, but don't worry about that. He like he wants he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. Like if he's the owner, I guess he can. But to yeah. me, there's the, the messages are all over the place. He, he was a little bit all over the place, but that's because. I think as an owner, you try to appease everybody. You want to be popular, but you want to be authoritative. Like, there's kind of a lot of layers to when you talk and how it is received. It's also 81. And, and <laughs> yeah. he is 81. Not a lot I, I mean, of that, 81-year-olds go out fair. and give great press conference. No. I have conversations with my mother who's like 76 that are like off the wall. I wouldn't want those in press conference settings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that is a fair point to be made. It's not a shot. That's just reality no, as, as an aging human We, we laugh at Jerry Jones all the time. Why? Because right. he's old and says right. stuff. It is what it is. But I don't know. My takeaway from that was, would we like him to get the record? Yes. Is it a priority? No. Right. I do not think, and nor do I think it should be. Other than maybe a t-shirt, maybe you can put Bill's face on a t-shirt with the number of wins. Who gives a rat's katukis? You should be thinking about getting back to the playoffs, getting back to winning playoff games, getting back to a contender, getting back to the way the Patriots are a respected, buzzworthy, notable NFL franchise, not a team that's furthest from the Super Bowl in, what, three decades, if you believe the odds, furthest from a division title that you've been in a long time. If I know, Christian, you don't believe the odds. You think they're a second place in the East team, but the rest of the world seems to think they're a fourth-place non-Super Bowl contender, and that shouldn't sit well. Well, I never said they were a Super Bowl contender, but, I mean, I, I think they're making the playoffs. I mean, they, they win they win their nine, ten games, and I put them right there in, in the thick of it till the end, till the very end. Right. They uh, they I think they should be a, a playoff team, and I know Christian's aboard on that as well. Although, Hart, we have like a 207 texter who says uh, uh, the the problem with me about Bill is that I still think Bill's the best in the league and the league is passing him by. So let me just ask for this 207 negative guy, Hart. Is the league passing Bill Belichick by? I think that's a dramatic term. That's Has stupid he made... is what it is, but okay, well, it's a text. But he's made terrible decisions. We All we can base it on is his I, – I know he wants us to base it on the last 25 years – but I'm not going to use that standard. I'm actually going to use the the recency standard. What he, what have you done for me Right, lately? which he set, by the way, by, remember the whole 2020 was a reset year? And yep. even in the comments with Robert Kraft yesterday, it's almost like everybody has wiped the COVID year, almost like scratched it from We're the still record. still in transition. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
But you are still in transition, right? And you're not transitioning forward based on last year. Last year was a step back based on an experiment. The word that Robert used to describe the offensive coaching staff and Matt Patricia that didn't work. It was a terrible decision, and he has to own that. He has to live with that. We can't talk about, oh yeah, you were a great coach in 2003, 2004, and you were winning Super Bowls. I know we'd all like for people to judge us on the best we've ever been at anything, right? And ignore the 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 low parts of our careers or our lives. But that's not how it works. Most recently, Bill has been an average football coach. I agree with him when he said he said a number of times we've been competitive. We've been competitive, and I agree with that. They've been a really competitive football team the last couple of years. They just haven't been a good football team. Mm-hmm. They haven't been a playoff winning football team or even a playoff team or a winning record team. So I just that Bill is not at his best right now. I'm sorry. Last year was not a good year any way you you hash it. Dealing with the quarterback, his coaching hires, special teams, like what was good about last year from a coaching perspective? Uh, not much. Nope. And well, he has to own that. Right? No, but here's the thing. He And won't. did he by making changes though? Well, I mean, and, and maybe pushing his guy out onto the raft into the ocean. Well, that would be Matt Patricia because yeah. somehow he decided. Have a fall here's, guy. And here's Chris the other Carter's thing. Chris Carter's like, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, absolutely. Chris Carter was right. <laughs> Matt Patricia, welcome back. Oh. I do think it's interesting, though, that Joe Judge. Um, now, I think last week you and I were talking about assistant head coach or assistant to the head hmm. coach. So, what do you make of Joe Judge being being out in Arizona? Like you know, in, you know, just not like front and center, but you know, uh, in, milling in around, way, milling around, being like Ken Laird, like hovering, standing behind around. the bush. Yes, hello, I'm still here. I didn't Pumps leave yet. Out, right? What is he doing? What what's, uh, what what is what significance is that? Assistant to the head coach. I mean, Matt Patricia did it. Was that three years ago? I was out there. Four years ago, I was out. Like Bill has his guys, right? Bears has been his guy forever. But then there's these other guys that fall into these assistant to the head coach roles. Matt Patricia, Mike Lombardi, Joe Judge, that. Do whatever the hell Bill asks him to do, tells him to do, gives him the responsibility to do. Uh, we made a big deal when Matt Patricia was out there. Like, oh, this is a kind of a big deal. Matt Patricia's at the owners' meetings. Only important people are at the owners' meetings. Well, a couple of years later, Matt Patricia's out of work. I don't believe he has a job with anybody right now. Um, so I don't – no, I do not believe Joe Judge is the assistant head coach. I think we nailed it in our final assessment, Christian, assistant to the head coach, and that means – you make the head coach happy, right? Joe Judge has said that. He said that last offseason. My job is to make the head coach happy. Well, that includes being in Arizona, I don't know, going to the bar, get him a drink at night, whatever the hell you got to do to make the head coach happy, make him happy. When, when do the Patriots hone in on uh, getting Jerry Judy? Uh, well, Sean Payton says Jerry du- Judy not available. Stop um, now. You know well, as well as I. You've been around a lot. Do you believe Everybody's you believe got a price, says the million-dollar man. That is true. Ted DiBiase would say that, but come on. Are you buying it? Sean Payton is trying to smoke somebody out to give him a second-round pick. Oh, I think there's been a lot of um, buzz creation going on in the last week in a lot of places. Lamar Jackson and everything he's tried to do. Bill, uh, excuse me, Robert Kraft and everything he did. He chose to bring up Meek Mill. He wants a little buzz around his team, whatever the value of that is. Sean Payton trying to create some buzz. Would you give up a first-round pick for Jerry Judy? Because I would not. I, I don't love that idea because... I give up with, a two. Okay, maybe a two. And but the reason all, I go with him is because I think they'll look at it and say, oh, he's a, a little under three mil. Perfect for us. Yeah, except you've got to make a quick decision. 
because he's been in the league a couple of years now, so you're starting to talk about post-first contract, what the hell are you going to do with Jerry Judy? I don't know how quickly I want to make that decision and anoint him a number one receiver worth $100 million. So I'm giving up a second Well, round I never said they were going to keep him and pay him, but nevertheless. Uh, so he's a rental? <laughs> rental? Kind what, what of, yeah, yeah. Another rental? I'm sick of rentals. Can we get somebody that Mac or whoever else can actually build around? That's why, Christian, you know the answer. Say hello to my little friend from Boston College, Zay Flowers. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Saw a little bit of his uh, pro day, and and I called a, one of his games and uh, didn't really show up against UConn, but the guy's got unbelievable skill and speed. Oh. I will say this, though. Here's the other thing. So are we in, like, the doldrums now? Uh, you know, like, so what's next? So you, you had free agency starting. You had the owners meeting. And now you got this nice long gap before before the the, the draft. And it seems like the Patriots have pretty much done all their work. And now everything regarding Jerry Judy, DeAndre Hopkins says, probably closer to the draft. Now, yeah, what no. should we be waiting for now? Well, Bill will probably pop up at a couple pro days. He kind of left that door open when he talked the other day at the owners' meetings. Um, but now he, he even said it like he they're not really done with their draft prep. They're still a month to go, so they're really going to hone in on everything that's going on there. It won't surprise me, though, if they continue to make some moves, right? Like, I don't think this roster is set. I was... I was a little surprised, like, Tom Curran, in one of his questions to Bill the other day, was like, ah, your roster looks like it's pretty set. You got guys everywhere. If, if I know you don't have to play a game till September, but if you had to play a game today, you could. And I guess there's some truth to that, but I'd still like to see some more moves made on this roster. I think the, the defensive backfield is still a bit of a question mark. Um, and, yeah, you could target that in the draft, but I think you should probably still be looking to add some veteran talent there. But, no, now it's... Now it's ramping up the preparations for the draft and the collaborative effort with Matt Groh and Elliot Wolf and everybody involved. All right, one more thing for Andy Hart before we uh, let him go. He of WEEI.com. Check out his latest column at WEEI.com. Hart, we know that if there's one thing you might be one of the world's foremost experts at, it's Uh-oh. yelling at officials <laughs> or evaluating officials. Mm. Your thoughts on... Home plate umpire Randy Rosenberg booting J.D. Real Muto after they had a miscommunication behind the plate. Yeah, people try to tell me that all, oh, not all refs or not a high percentage of refs or umpires are over-officious dinks, but the more I see them, they're more, the more I see over-officious dinks. <laughs> they are, they're very sensitive, thin-skinned, rabbit-eared, think they're the show this was just yet another example, and we've had so many of them lately. What was the one a couple weeks ago with the, uh, the remember the, the, the called second NBA. strike? Oh, no, but the, baseball. The, okay. there was the called second strike, and then he called the guy out on the third strike, which was nowhere near the strike zone because he wanted to make a... Oh, oh that, in was college. College. that was yes, college. Yes, in college down in Louisiana. Yeah. And the other team somewhere. had to like keep the player from going yeah. after the right. ump. Yeah. Like, I, I still say on a percentage basis, there's more dinky officials and umps than there are dinky parents and fans. Percentage basis. I would say wow. the reason, the same reason why guys become bouncers at bars and restaurants, if you, that's what you're into, is the same reason why guys become umpires. It's a controlled thing that they've never had, and suddenly they want it, and they Rex have it against. So did I. Yeah, I was just broke. So did I. Yeah, but I was like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was trying to date. I was trying to date the waitresses. Plus, I went in there to try to be a bartender, and they were like, "No one six Yeah, but you know the guys I'm talking the about—the oh, guys that work the door, and oh, like, yeah. that have never achieved anything in their life, and suddenly they finally have some power, True. and now you have to kiss their ass in order to get in. 
But I will say, watching the XFL this week, I don't know how much you guys have watched where they basically full-time, you can hear what the refs and the umps are saying to each other up to the booth with Blandino. It is kind of fascinating. Love it. Like, this week they had a point where one guy comes off, like, the side judge, and he's like, what, what was it? He's like, the guy squirted me with a water bottle, so i got to throw a flag, right? He squirted me with a water bottle, and they had to throw a personal foul on a guy yeah. who squirted him. from. And then the, the ref was like, well, we got to make an example of 11. If he's going to do stuff like that, we got to make an example. I love, I love these conversations. I yeah, love you're it. right. But they, the NFL will never do that. They'll never no. do it. Because they, you know, they they don't want their rest to look ridiculous. Why? Because they got to stick to the script, yeah. Fourier. What yep. are you saying? Absolutely. When you went into <laughs> the Patriots, they gave you a script. What are you in SAG after? You know, it was more of an outline that I got. Oh, an outline. They didn't want to exactly what to say. It was more got of it. a template. <laughs> Other guys have used this, but you can you make your decision. There's three options. It's like the ladies in gray sweatpants. <laughs> Follow it's the like outline, right? Yeah. It's like wrestling, Gresh. Like there's not a step by step script, but there's uh, maybe you improvise what you want to. Fill it in. Here's no, the there start. Is a, there's here's, definitely an outline. Here's the start. Here's the middle. Yeah. Here's the finish. How do we get there? How we get there is up to yeah. you. Exactly right. Andy Hart at weei.com. Hard, thank you, brother. We appreciate you. See, I think I'm going to go shave. Later. Oh, there, I need to, too, man. I got to cut it down. My wife won't let me dye it again. Oh, God. Might dye my beard. She's like, nope, nope, nope. Well, I know, right? It's the whole. I gotta, Careful. I know. I got to do it somehow. Just do some chops. It's, uh, huh? Get some chops going. Yeah. Let's oh, do that. Just one no. day. Tomorrow. Opening day. Yeah. yeah. No, my father yeah. has that. Or the little thing on the, the lip. What's that lower lip where you leave that the long? Flavor, oh, the soul flavor patch? patch. Oh, yeah, I call it the flavor yeah, patch. A little, oh, flavor yeah, saver. that'd be, flavor yeah. saver. That's it. I'll get rid of everybody else. Keep the little patch. It's like uh. a white poof. I'll throw a visor on, too. What the hell? Yeah, right? ton They're of visor back. jokes in the uh, in the. Oh, uh, yeah, they love your visors. Cap, the They're coming back. People right. tell me the visor's dead, but no, I am going to keep it alive. All right, Hart. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Thank buddy. you.